Ayyubamot, Daf, Lamed, Aleph, Lamed, Bet, Daf, Lamed, Bet. We start on Lamed, Aleph, actually, of the Gemara. Today's Daf is being studied in the Fuash Shilema Shimon Ben, Simcha, Shilema Fuash Shilema, Bechol Evarab, Amen, Kenyiratzon. Again, begin the Gemara. The Gemara over here is going back on the Mishnah. Mishnah with an interesting case. We had three brothers that were married to three Nochriyot. One of them died, and the second brother made ma'amar, and then he died. So we said over here, the deen is cholzot velo bemot. The deen is that the third brother, the surviving brother, makes halitza on both of them, and does not make yibum. The logic of that was because is that <coughs> we consider it as if um, this ma'amar over here, we don't know exactly how to look at it, the Gemara is going to say. Is the Ma'amar uh, considered uh, a complete marriage, let's say, and therefore she's falling from the same husband. And if she's falling from the same husband, so you don't make your boom on this, from the same husband's two wives, only do one. Or is it considered that, no, Ma'amar is quasi, therefore she's really still falling from her original husband, and therefore she's really maybe in limbo. Maybe she's falling from two husbands, which really the Gemara's we're going to say that that's this opinion of the Mishnah. She's falling from two husbands. She's falling from the first one because Yibum wasn't made. But she's falling from the second husband as well, second brother, because he made Ma'amad. And the law is that any girl that falls from two, uh, you don't make uh, Yibum on. So Gemara is going to ask, right away, which we hold it is, that when you have a Zika from two Yibamim, you don't make Yibum. So why are you making Halitzahana also? If you hold that again, a lady that falls from two uh, brothers is not subject to Yibum Oraita, which we give out in Mishnah quoted a Pasuk. So why are you telling me Cholitzet? We have a general rule that says if you don't make Yibum, you don't make Halitza. Ela Midrabanam. The Gemara really says over here, right? Mina Torah, Ma'amar is not Koneh at all. Really, Ma'amar is not Koneh at all, and really she belongs to the original brother. And even really, Mina Torah, you should make Yibum, because it's really she falling from the Original. So why do we say to make halitzah? Because she looks like, since there was a ma'amar, it looks like she's connected to the second brother. And therefore, if you're going to make your boom, they're going to say, wow, you can make your boom on two ladies that fall from the same the same husband. So in order that you don't have that uh, uh, problem, that the people will think that you make your boom, on the two ladies from the same husband, so therefore you make a halitza. The Gibbara says, I don't understand, but unyabim Well, the way to solve this is very simple. Make you boom on one and make halitza on the other, and you're gonna be okay. Because you make you boom on one of them, so therefore that let's say uh, assumes let's say she was uh, we'll call him the eventual one of Levi, Levi's the, 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 the first brother that died. Let's say see, she's Levi's uh, uh, wife. And if, even though Shimon made ma'amar, it doesn't matter. If you say the ma'amar is nothing, so the, the yibum is what? The yibum is going for Levi, and the halitza will go on Shimon. And therefore, what's the problem? Or vice versa. Which means you'll, you only have a problem if you're going to make two yibums. That's when you're worried about that you're going to say you might make yibum on one family twice, on his two wives. But if you make yibum in halitza, what can be the problem? Yomara says, Gezer Hashem Yomru, Banui, Halutz. Another problem because they're going to think that in one house, hey, yibum's not enough. You need to do yibum and a halitza, and that's not so. Again, they're going to think that when a guy has two wives, 
and he dies, you got to do one yibum and one halitza. And the Gemara says, Biyumru. So what? What's the problem on that? What, what, what problem could come out like that? Let's say you have two wives, right? Guy's married. Shimon, he has two wives. He dies. Let's say his brother, Reuven, makes Yibum on one of them and makes Halitza on the other one. The Halitza is nothing. Sami, he took off his shoe. He, he, did, he, did, a, he did a procedure. What, 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 what's so bad that can come out of it? The Gemara says, No, Eid Miyabim, Hadar Halitza Kename. Ela Gezera, Dilma Halitz Bereshab, Hadar Miyabim. We're not worried about a case where he makes Yibum first and then Halitza. We're worried that he mixes it up. Where he makes the Halitza and then the Yibum. Once he makes the Halitza, he broke the Zikah of that family. Now that Yibum over there is not a Yibum anymore. Now she should, ah, because once already you were, uh, you were Bone or no Bana, once already you made a Halitza where you decided not to be Bone from this family, Shuv lo you cannot go back and make it. So therefore, really, the, 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 the Gemara says we shouldn't have had a problem of making a Yibum and a Halitza on these two ladies in Amishnah. The only reason why in a case is we would think that people are going to think that in a case where they fall from the same uh, husband that you should make a Yibum and a Halitza. And the Gemara says, so do it. And the Gemara says, the only reason why we don't want to allow you to make a Yibum and a Halitza because you make, make a Halitza and they Yibum. So basically, the, the logic of our Mishnah is this Ma'amar is quasi. This ma'amar over here, it doesn't really put her uh, as the uh, wife of the uh, second husband, Shimon. It keeps her really as the wife of Levi, but because of Igizirad Rabbanan, we have to mandate her a halitza. The Gibran then comes along and says that we have another opinion. Amarava, regarding our Mishnah, where the brother made a ma'amar, Amarava, Natan Getle Ma'amaro. Oh, now let's see this here. Now let's see if this undoes everything. Let's get the case again. Three brothers are married. They're married to Nukhriyot. Uh, Levi dies. Uh, his, his wife falls to the other brothers. And then what happens? Shimon comes along and he makes a ma'amar. Okay. And uh, now before he dies, and the album is he dies. And now we've got to see what happens. But now Rabbi adds to the case. Before he died, he made a get to the ma'amar. Mm-hmm. So to me it sounds like, okay, no harm done. You know, you got in, you got out. Mm-hmm. And therefore seemingly she should fall back to... Levi, and if we should have no gezerot anymore, because we will make like the uh, mama didn't happen. Actually, that's going to be the Ika de Amri. <laughs> that's going to say what I just said. But in the first Lashon, the Gemara is going to say almost as if once you made the Ma'amar, that's it, no backseas. I don't care if you did a get to get out of it. You still have a problem. What's the problem? The Gemara says, Amar Avanatan get le Ma'amaro, Hutrat Sarata. Well, the first thing is her co-wife will be permissible even to make now yibum because she has no problem. She's falling from, uh, from Shimon and therefore it's his only wife at the time of his death and therefore there's no problem to make a uh, yibum on, uh, on the tzara. There's no, no sarat involved. Any, any problems over here? So, but uh, but she's still asura. Now look at what she be asura. Once you make the get, so she's really falling back from Levi. So therefore, make boom on Levi's uh, 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 wife. Gebra says, no, Gezerah. What's the Gezerah? The Mechlefa Taget. Which means, let's say you have a regular Yebama. No, no Ma'amar made. And the brother gives the Yebama a get. Get. Get is a quasi Halitza. Once the law is that the brother gives the Yebama a get, you don't have to make boom anymore. So I would have made it, I'm making a gezera. Even though this get was not for a halitza purpose, this get was for the break the no. ma'amar, but I'm going to come along and make a mistake and say, oh, you see that? You can make ibum after a get. 
And therefore, we're worried that a case this guy's going to give the Yibaba straight out a get, and he's going to make a Yibum subsequently. And therefore, no Yibum with the second uh, wife stuff to make a Halitza. That's the first. So, so, the, so the get doesn't uh, cancel. The get of the Ma'amad, we don't say, ah, oh, nothing happened, something happened here. Mm-hmm. And then the Gavra Ikad Amri says, No, even she's permissible to make Yibum. What he did, he took back. And if he does not make the Gezerah, he does not make a Gezerah of a get to a get to a Stam Yabam. And therefore, according to the second version, actually now uh, when Shimon uh, uh, made a Ma'amar and he died, the Uven can make a Yibum to both of these ladies without any problem. Right, so we continue the Mishnah on Dafna Medbet. Matnitin, Shne Ahim. Nisuim, the Shte Ahayot. So you have the Uven and Shimon, they married two sisters, Umeta Hadmem. The Uven died without children. Veharkach, Meta Ishtoshel Sheni. You the case good over here. Shimon didn't die, Shimon's wife died. You have an issue over here of Ahot Isha. Again, the Uven she want to marry the two sisters. So once uh, the Uven dies, so now what happens? Obviously, his 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 wife cannot fall to Shimon because it's Shimon's uh, wife's sister. But Shimon's wife t- died. So the din over here is too late. Why? Since already, when uh, the Uven died. At that moment, Shimon was not allowed to make Yibum with Reuven, with uh, Reuven's wife because it's his wife's sister. Then she doesn't become reinstated. And that is the uh, Mishnah. Now, this sounds very similar, by the way, to a Mishnah that we had earlier. It's just the case that we had earlier was actually with three brothers and not two brothers. We had a case of Reuven and Shimon and Levi, two of them were married to two sisters, and the other one was married, obviously, let's say, to a Nukhrit. Reuven died without children. However, since um, uh, his wife was in Irvat to Shimon, so obviously Shimon could not make Yibum. However, uh, Levi made the Yibum. No problem. Levi was uh, 100% legal to make the Yibum. And after what? The wife of Shimon subsequently died, and then Levi died without children. So now the question is, you have Eshet Reuven, who now really went with Levi, and now Levi died, and he has uh, the sister, and he has the tzara. Is it possible uh, to fall uh, to uh, Shimon? So the Mishnah comes along and says that since she was Asurat to Shimon when uh, Reuven died, she remains Asura even though Levi uh, died after that. She's falling from Levi. Because again, since she was Ne'esra Sha'ahat, she's Ne'esra Olamit. Odd palm. She originally fell from Shimon. When she fell, well, she fell from Reuven, uh, Shimon, and Levi. So Reuven died. So when Reuven died, obviously the wife does not fall to Shimon because Shimon's married to his wife's sister. So where does she fall to? Levi. To Levi, there's no problem in that case, but that stop right there. Once she's asurat to Shimon, she'll never become permissible. What's the case when I, when I thought she'd become permissible? Well, now that Levi picked her up, and now that, what happened? Shimon's wife, Shimon's died. wife died. 
So now we don't have a problem of Ahot Isha. Levi then died. Everybody's dying. And that would happen. So I would say that maybe let uh, Shimon do Yibum on Levi's wife, which was his former wife's sister, because now there's no wife anymore. Too late. Because why? So what do I need two cases for? Why do I need that case, which we learned, which was really basically a little more complicated, but it proves the point. And then we have our case, which is the most simple case. So the Gemara says, Peshita. Not only that. Not only that. It's Peshita. Umahatam. Delo legamre. Amart lo. legamre. There, in the case of three, it's a bigger hadush. Why is it a bigger hadush? Because really when Reuven died, although Shimon wasn't able to pick her up, Levi was. So she wasn't pushed away. Totally. You had somebody where she was able to go. And still we say, because I could argue and say, listen, maybe it doesn't affect Shimon. You went to Levi, beautiful. She wasn't pushed away, technically. So if I could argue, maybe... That she should be okay to Shimon. And still we say, she's forbidden to Shimon. So certainly in this case, there's only two brothers. And they're married to two sisters. So when Reuven dies, the only one she could fall to is Shimon. So for sure, she's not going to be reinstated when Shimon's wife dies. So therefore, if you have the case of three brothers, no need to state uh, this Mishnah. And you know what the is going to answer? Let me tell it to you outside first. Because we had this answer on yesterday's da. The Gemara is going to answer, really, the Tana actually thought there's no reason to write the Mishnah of three brothers because the thought it's mutar. So, exactly. So, therefore, it just wrote this Mishnah of the two brothers. And then it reviewed it and said, you know what? Come to think of it, as they say, that we're changing our minds and the three brothers really is going to be Asur as well. And since it's haviva, the amelut in the back and forth, it put that mishnah first. Now, true, once you have that mishnah, you don't need this mishnah. But mishnah, and if we kept this mishnah up too in its place, let's read that inside. Tanai Tana Beresha. I mean, this mishnah of the two brothers was actually stated. First, in the case of three brothers, Hajalehetera initially thought that it should be permissible because she wasn't Nidhit Legamre. You have to after thinking about it, the Tana changed his mind and said she should be Asura. And because Habibah, because they went back and forth, it put it first. And once it put it first, you don't need the second Mishnah because it's a Kalba Homer or Mishnah. But the second Mishnah, which is really the first Mishnah, Mishnah of two brothers, Now we get into a whole new sugya. It's a little outside of Yibamot, although the cases are Yibamot, but the rules that we're going to start to learn over here of Isur Hal and Isur. Okay, a guy went with Eshet Ah. That was also... Ahot ishto. Okay, he's wrong. The question over here is, when they're uh, uh, charging him for the crimes, which crimes did he do? Well, without knowing anything, he definitely went with Eshet Ah, outside of Yibum. And he also went with Ahot Isha. These are two crimes, two Lavim from the Torah. Tarubanan, Ba'aleha. 
And again, his wife was still alive. Hayav alei mishum eshet ach or mishum achot isha. Okay, there you go. Hayav mitu mishum both. The Rebbe Yosef, the Bishon Omer, Eno hayav ela mishum eshet ach belvad. No, you only get one. You only get the eshet ach. Vehat tanya. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Eno hayav ela mishum achot isha belvad. So we have a stira in the Bishon. In one place he says that the Isur is what? Eshet ach. In another place it says achot isha. How are you going to answer it? And the Gemara is going to say, it depends which came first. His rule is, en isur hal al isur. Therefore, once you got one isur over there, the first one that hits, that's the one that's there, and there's no room for the other isur to, to, to fill in. The question is, which one came first? So it depends on the scenario. So the Gemara says, la kashya, kan shekada she nasa hai, ve'arkach nasa met. Which means, Shimon is the guy that lives. Reuven is the one that's going to die. Because obviously we're talking about over here, a case of Yibum. So Shimon got married first. So therefore when Shimon gets married, before Reuven gets married to her sister, what's the Isur over here? No, before Reuven gets married, what's the Isur when Shimon's just married? Eshetah. Before... Shimon gets married. Okay. Before the Uven gets married to his wife. Right. In a case over here, when Nasa Chai Barakach Nasa met. Ben's not married yet. So, so Ben's future wife. Okay, I'm, I'm saying like I understood also. Nasa Chai, which is Shimon married his wife. And then what? Harkak Nasa met. Before Nasa met. Before Nasa met. Then to Shimon, the, the girl that the met ended up marrying before he married her was Achot Ishtar. Uh, let's read the she. Uh, I, I thought it's Ach, but okay. First, that's what it says. When the brother who later died, Ruven then married her sister. Okay, so therefore, let's read it again. I'll read both sides so we can understand the two sides. La Kashia. Basically, we're trying to answer a question. In one case, Rabbi Shimon said, what? Yehaya Mishum Eshet Ah. In another case, it said, Yehaya Mishum Ahot Isha. Now, what's the two cases over here? So the Gemara said, the first case is talking about what? That since Eshet Reuven was Asura on Shimon because Ahot Ishto, before Eshet Ah, so therefore Shimon's only going to be Yehaya Mishum Ahot Isha, and the other one is not going to be Hal. Now, what's the case? Shinasahai Shimon married his wife. His one is the second, uh, the second guy. So when Shimon married his wife, there was no problem. And then the Uven married. So once the Uven married the sister, so now what's the Isu that came on uh, first? The first Isu that came on now is Ahot Isha. However, Khan Shinasa met. If the Uven got married first, so therefore, the Uven automatically his wife is Ishet Ach to Shimon, and therefore and then Shimon got married. Then Achot Isha came second. So basically, the Gemara is giving you two scenarios: one where Achot Isha came first, and one where Ishet Ach came first. And therefore, what's the case again? Where, where, where Achot Isha came first, where Shimon gets married first? When Shimon gets married, let's say to Leah. Let's let's give cases now. Shimon married Leah. Hazag Baruch. Immediately, Rachel is asur to him. Before even Reuven gets married. Why is, why is Rachel Asut? Because of Ahot Isha. And therefore that's it. Therefore you'll never have Ishit Ah. Even though she becomes Ishit Ah later on when Reuven marries, doesn't matter. 
It's too late. It's all, or you have a scenario where Uven got married to Rachel first. At that point, when Uven got married to Rachel, Rachel's asurat to Shimon Mishum Eshet. Ah, and therefore, even though she becomes a hot isha when Shimon gets married subsequently to her sister, that hot isha does not come up because the Eshet was on first. That's how we reconcile the Shita of Rabbi Shimon. But Rabbi Shimon, the Gemara comes along and says, Echadinasa. Met, which let's say the Uven got married first. So first she was what? First she was Eshet. Ah, since you're telling me that in Isur Halal Isur. So therefore, once she's an Eshet, ah, she remains an Eshet. Ah, there's no room for any other Isur to enter. So therefore, she does not become Achot Isha. So when the Uven dies, the Gemara says, Tetyabem Yebume. She should be subject to Yibum, because the Gemara is learning it, Mamash. And Isur Halal, Isur, no Isur over here. So that hot Isha disappears. So therefore, all you have is Eshet Ach, and we know that Eshet Ach is Mutar, Rimkom, Yibum. Amar of Asher. Not like that. It's yeah. unbelievable Gemara over here. The Gemara talks about, that, talks about magic now. Isur Achot Isha, Mitla Tale Vekae. We say in English, it's pending, it's floating. What's what happens over here? What, what do you think? Disappearing act? What, what happened to Ahot Isha? Ahot Isha is hovering. It's hovering over this lady and it's just waiting for a little uh, uh, opportunity to go in. When does that opportunity present itself? At your boom. Eshet Ah is Asud, right? Until the Uven dies. Once the Uven dies, Eshetah becomes permissible because that's called Mitzvah of Yibum. Moves away Eshetah, enters in, in its place, Achot Isha. So therefore, you're right, that's why you can't make Yibum. Although they don't fall at the same time, one pushes one away and the other one comes in and takes its place. The Gebarat comes along and says, now to the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef came along and said, Yahayab, both. And he didn't make a difference who married who first, who married who second. Obviously, he holds maybe what? Isur Hal, Al Isur. The Gemara says, Savar, Besavar, Rabbi Yosef, Isur Hal, Al Isur. Is that true that he holds Isur Hal, Al Isur? We learned in the Mishnah Sanhedrin. Abar, Abera, Sheyesh, Bash, Temitot. A guy did an Abera that is punishable by two different. Mitat uh, Bedin, for example, he went with his Hamoto, his mother-in-law, who's also Eshet Ish. Now the punishment over here obviously is Serefa on the mother-in-law and Henek on the Eshet Ish. Nidon Bahamura. He gets the stricter of the two, the stricter of the two in this case is Serefa. That's Tarakama's opinion. Nidon He gets the punishment of the first Isur that this Hamoto presented. Ketzad, Betanya, Ketzad, Amar Biyose, Nidon Bazikari Shnabal. How do you have a case where, you, can, you have to give two cases over, you have to have a case where she was either Hamoto and not Eshet Ish first, or Eshet Ish and then Hamoto, whatever one came first. So the Gemara says, Hamoto Naasit Eshet Ish, if she was just Hamoto and she wasn't married, she was an Almana at the time that he married her daughter, so she was not Eshet Ish. What Isud came first to the son-in-law? 
Hamoto. So then he gets judged, even though she became subsequently Eshet Ish, and when he went with her, she was both. Since the first Isu that hit him was what? Hamoto, he gets judged with Hamoto, Nidon, Behamoto, Eshet Ish. But if she was married, so anyway, she's Asur to the son-in-law, even before he becomes a son-in-law. She's Asur to him like everybody else because of Eshet Ish. And then they become another Isud of Hamoto, Nidon, what? Al Eshet Ish. And therefore, what do you see from over here? According to the Biyoseh, En Isur Hal Al Isur. And therefore, you judge him only when the first Isur that came. Which means the Biyoseh should have came along and said that even if you have if you have two Isrim that are Hal, give him the stricter one. What do I care which came first? If you're saying that two Isrim are Hal, so why do I care if Eshet Ish came first? If Eshet Ish, and then there's room for Hamotot to come on top of Eshet Ish, give him Serefa. Why? It's master what he's saying. No. Once Eshet Ish hits, there's no room for Hamoto. And therefore you don't get. That goes against the principle that you just told me, that Isur Hala. Hal Isur. And the Gemara comes along and says a new concept. It's not a new concept. It's an old concept. It's a new concept to us. Amar Biyabahu. We have a situation over here called Isur Mosif. I'll explain to you what Isur Mosif means. Anytime this lady now becomes Asura to more people that she wasn't Asura to before, then already we say we could bring in this guy that had an, a, 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 initially an Isud already on her, but that she brought in other people into a new Isud, bring him in also through the back door to also say Isud. What's the case? The case over here is, initially, initially, when Shimon got married to, let's say, Le'ah, so therefore, Rachel was only Asur to Shimon because of Ahota, because of Ahota, Ishto. But to all the other brothers, did I say it wrong? But all the other brothers, she was permissible to. She was only, let's say there's three, four brothers here. Shimon is Asurat to Rachel because it's Ahot Isha, but to the other brothers, Rachel is perfectly fine. Now, what happens when the Uven marries Rachel? Now not only is she forbidden to Shimon, but now she's eshet ah to all the other brothers. Now that means you have an isud that's called isud mosif, and me god that now this lady became asura to others that she wasn't asur in this matter. As a result of the marriage to the woman, we bring her back around to be mosif on Shimon as well, and she was also going to be asur. Is that how we got to Yosef Mosif? Since we brought in others, those brothers were not forbidden until the Uven married. Before the Uven married, she was only Asura to Shimon. Rachel was Shimon Bidin Achot Isha. Could the other brothers have married her? Absolutely. There's no Achot Isha, only by Shimon. Once the Uven married, she becomes Eshet Ach to Kulam. That's Isun Mosif. The Isun now of this Rachel went to many other brothers. And therefore we bring Shimon in through Isur Mosif. That's why he said Isur Hal Al Isur. Because it's working through a concept called Isur Mosif. Yeah, but that says, oh wait, but that's not in all the cases. Rabbi Yosef sounds like he said it in all cases. It's only the case that I just told you. Tina, Tina means that's good. Hecha Dinasa Hai, where Shimon got married first. 
So she was a hot isha first, uh, and then she became uh, eshet. Ah, migod itosaf isud gabe achim. And we say migod that since she became asura to the to the other brothers, mishum eshet. Ah, itosaf isud gabe dide. We mosif isud gabe shivon. Ela hechad nasamed. But if Reuven got married first, finished, she's asura to all the brothers equally. Mishum eshet, including Shimon. And therefore, how can you say she's going to be Hayab in that case? Mishum achot isha, lecha'ora, it's not an isur, mosif legabe, Shimon. Because it's only osering Shimon, it's not osering anybody else. Which means it's not adding an isur mosif, it's only affecting Shimon. And Shimon was a sur already, Mishum eshet. Ah, and therefore the Chaurai have a problem of in Isur Hal Al Isur, because that's what really the Biyoseh holds. Achot Ishto wouldn't kick in. When Shimon gets married now, Achot Ishah does not kick in. Because it's not Mosif, it's only him. Right, the Gemara is saying that since she was Eshet Ah first, the <coughs> Chaurai, that should be a classic case of in Isur Hal Al Isur, because you don't have the principle of Mosul Mosif. So the Gemara comes up. No, maybe we have a different type of a sumosi. We can create a new way of a sumosi over here. How? Which means, what happens when Shimon marries Le'ah? So now forget about the Achot Isha to Reuven. But there's other isurim that are generated from this now. Now Shimon is asur to all the relatives of his wife. Mm-hmm. And therefore you will mosif extra isurim on that. I want you to say that migod itosaf legaber, his wife, her relatives. So to now we'll bring in a hot isha. Maybe that's called a mosif. Just like you wanted to learn a mosif to give the brother's so maybe we'll say his wife, all our sisters now become forbidden to Shimon. So therefore, we go that they became forbidden. We should add the tack on Achot Isha. Not because of Isur Halal Isur, but because of Isur Halal Isur Mosif. comes along and says, nice try, but we have, we have two, two different things that we cannot confuse. This is not called Isur Mosif. This is called Isur Kolel, which means, Isur Kolel means it is inclusive. That means this girl in her Isur with her comes many Isurim. So that was Isur Kolel. It's, a, it's an inclusive Isur, Mashi'en Ken, um, which means that, that obviously we're not Asur to Shimon prior. However, it's not Isur Mosif. Isur Mosif takes the Hefetz and has Osir others on it. Jeez, this lady over Uven, she stays the same, but now all the other brothers are going to be Asura. So the difference between Isur Kolel and Mosif will say again. Isur Kolel means what? That this lady over here, in her, by marrying her, it brings in many other Isurim. However, in this lady over here, what the Mashiach Uven, that's called Isur Mosif. That what the Isu now is to others to go with her. It brings in the Uve, it brings in the Uve's brothers. 
Levi, Yehuda, and so on and so forth. And therefore the Gemara makes this Chiduk. It's not Yisur Mosif. Read Rashi. Rashi will say in the Bura Matril. Nothing on Kolel. Which we saw. Okay, we can read those. Isur Kolel means it's setting other things on him. Ulam enze isur mosif she mosif isur behepetsa asur atzmo. That here we are being osir items on the hepets itself. Eshet reuven is now what asurah kelape other other people, meaning legabe the other brothers. That's that's mosif. That's considered mosif. This is kamur isur mosif. Hayu she isur asheni mosif behepets hasur atzmo. Im tosepet shel anashim acherim. For example, this case of it, so sitting other brothers, Shine Esrimoto Ahepitz, Otto Sefet Ahepitz, Ahepitz, Gigon, Ribui Isur, Lomazot Isur Kolel, Enomosit Klum Ala Hepitz Asur. Right. Ruven's wife's not adding anything on her. Not adding anything on her. It's adding on Shimon that with this wife comes in other, other instruments, not osating her necessarily on anything more. But Shekin Eshin Uven, it's being mosif on her, other Isurim, the Gaber, the other brothers. So now what do we see over here? We have a problem. Because you, Rabbi Yosef, said, the Gaber, Eshet Ach, and Achot Isha, Yechayav on both. And we try to reconcile it and say, it's because you're working with Isur, mosif. But that will only work one way, but it's not going to work the other way. So now we're back to the question, how are we going to reconcile the Yosef that even though we know he holds en isur hal al isur, but how can he then hold that yechayab mishum eshet ach and achot isha? Ela maraba. Rabat says a big hadush over here. Because as you know what, you only chayab one. You only chayab one. When I said Hayab Shtayim, it's a Ma'ale Alav. It's a what? It's a Ki'ilu. Gibra says, Vechen ki ataravin, Amarab Yuhanan, Ma'ale Ani Alav Ki'ilu Asa Shetayim, Venu Hayab Elahat. Now, what is the Nafkamina on a Ki'ilu? So the Gibra says, My Nafkamina. The nafkamina is where you bury him. The kobro ben l'shaim gemurim. That's it. Once a guy does two sins, even though you might not be able to punish him for both sins, but he committed two sins, that's considered a bona fide rasha. And the havra kadisha does not bury him with the tzaddikim anymore. He's buried in a different section. One sin, all right, it's an aberration. But two sins, so therefore they might not be able to punish him for both sins, but it's considered already a ke'il that he did, but that's what he meant to say. That they get him for achot isha and eshet ach legabeh kivura. And that's what Rabbi Shimon's arguing And that's about? what Rabbi Shimon, no, it could be Rabbi Shimon holds in that. In the Hayab Shimon, maybe there's not even a ke'ilu. Uh, no, we're in the Yosef, he just wants to have a ke'ilu in Rabbi Shimon. But the point is for Rabbi Yosef, he was talking legabeh, the machloket of where to bury. We have Rashi on that, El Amar 
so therefore, since he did two isurim ki'ilu that are hayav, uh, you know, different punishments, one of them is, uh, 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 let's say, more severe than the other. So you bury him with the uh, with the more severe. You don't you don't bury a more severe rasha with a less severe. And Rabbi Shimon will argue. Rabbi Shimon will say, no, that doesn't make a guy a bona fide rasha on two. And that's the whole machlok. The machlok is not legabe isur halal isur. The Malok did this make the guy a bona fide rasha, and therefore it'll make a difference where he is buried. He only did one, but it's ki'ilu for his burial like he did two. And therefore, if he did two, so he's a rasha gamur. Rasha gamur is buried in a different place. If he did it with shogeg, he would bring one korban. Right. And they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't, exactly. They would kill him according to the first isu that he did. The past, it was, it was a high or bad. But the Gabe burial, Habrak Kadisha will have to know how they pass. Like the Biyoseh, the Bishimon, the Biyoseh, it's Ke'ilu. Uflukta, this Ma'lok and the Biyoseh, now we go back and we see that according to the Biyoseh, he doesn't hold of um, uh, this Isur Kolel business over here. Uh, he doesn't know that when you have Isur Kolel, that we say Isur Hal Al Isur. So now we're gonna, we, came, we came out like that. No, with Rabbi Yosef, that's what we came out. So now the Gemara says it's actually a machloket. Uh-huh. It's actually a machloket legabedis Isur Kolel. Let's learn the cases independently. There's three cases we have to learn now, and we'll see exactly the analysis to follow on Lamid Gima. Case number one, the Itmar. Zar Shishimesh. That's a non Kohen. That served in the Beit Hamikdash be Shabbat. So he got two sins there. He's a zar who's not allowed to serve even during the week, and over here he did it on Shabbat. Rabbi Chaya Omer Chayav Shetayim. Number one, for zar, zar is Chayav even during the weekday, and obviously if he's serving, he was mechalel Shabbat. Bar Kapara Omer in Chayav Ela Achat. Now we're gonna have the rabbis jumping. Kafatz Rabbi Chayav and Ishba. Rabbi Chayav jumped up and he made a shivuah. Avodah, I swear on the Avodah of Korbanot. Kachshamati merabi, I heard from Rabbi Yudan Nasi, Shetayim. Kafatz bar kapara v'nishpah. Bar kapara jumped up and said, Avodah, kachshamati merabi, I heard from the same rabbi, Achat. And now we have a big machlokit. Etchil, Rabbi Chiyah ladun. So Rabbi Chiyah came along and said, I don't understand it. Shabbat lakol ne'esra. Shabbat is asur for everybody. All Klai is subject to the laws of Shabbat. Kishihutra b'mikdash. And when the Torah took away Shabbat in the Mikdash, who did he take Shabbat from? Ela etzel kwanim hutra. He took it away from the kwanim they could work in the Beit HaMikdash on Shabbat. 
לכהנים מותרה ולא לזרים. אבל לגבי זרים, זה סטיל שבת, אין דבר המקדש. יש כאן משום זרות, יש כאן משום שבת, איפה הוא חייב? To wear it Shabbat, because Shabbat is still there. Shabbat was only who traveled with the Mekdash to the Kohanim. It failed by Kapara Ladun. No, Shabbat is not the same. Because she traveled with the Mekdash, who traveled That means Shabbat, when it was taken away from the Mekdash, it was taken away from the Mekdash from everyone. However, it can air Lazarut. So when the guy is working, there's no Shabbat in the Beit HaMikdash. Beit HaMikdash is a Shabbat free zone for anyone. So what's the guy's avon then? It's not Halul Shabbat. The Halul is what? Zarut. And then we don't have one. Case number two. Ba'al mum shishimesh. Yeah, but ba'al mum e kohen, that is blemished. That did an avodah of a korban sibur betum'ah. Normally we say what? You can have tum'ah, hutra. However, over here we have Rabbi Chiyamar Chayav Shetaim. Why? Number one, he's a ba'al mum. And number two, he did an avodah בתום אה, ברכפרה אומר אין חייב אלא אחת. קפץ רבי חייב ונשבע העבודה כך שמעתי מרבי שטעים, קפץ ברכפרה ונשבע העבודה כך שמעתי מרבי אחת. התחיל רבי חייב לדון. טומאה לכל נאסרה. טומאה אסורה for everyone, even בעלי מומין. Nobody can bring a קורבן בטומאה. כשהותרה במקדש When the Torah allowed Tum'ah Legabe Korban Sibur in the Beit HaMikdash, who did the Torah matir it to? It's the Kohanim Timimim Utra. Only the Kohanim that are unblemished. The Kohanim Timimim Utra, ve'lo le'ba'alei mu'min. Yeshka mishum ba'alei mu'min, ve'yeshka mishum Tum'ah. Then we got two Isurin, Ba'al Mum and Tum'ah. Itchil ba'al kapara ladun. Tum'ah lakon ne'esara. Kishutra ba'mikdash utra. Tum'ah does not apply in the Mikdash. There's no Tum'ah in the Mikdash. It's Tum'ah free zone. Legabe korbanot. So what's the only Isud that this guy has? En kan ela mishum ba'al mum. Third case. Zar she'achal melika. You have a korban that was not slaughtered because it's a bird and the bird is nimlak from the back. And a zar ate from a hatat of that was slaughtered through the melika process. The Omer Hayav Shetaim. Number one, he's eating something that belongs to Kohanim, and he's not a, 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 a Kohen, he's a zar. And number two, he's eating something that is a nebela, because it wasn't nishhat in the proper way. And therefore, only Kohanim can eat uh, this type of korbamanat. Zarif, so you got two problems. You're a Zad that ate Kodesh, and you're eating something that was not kosher, was not slaughtered correctly. Bar kapara omer en chayav ela achat kafatz b'chayav v'neshma ha'avodah kach shamati merabi shetayim kafatz bar kapara v'neshma ha'avodah kach shamati merabi achat etchil b'chayav ladun nevela lakol ne'esara When the Torah says, don't eat nevelah, that's talking to who? To everybody. And when the Torah says, nevelah is mutar in the Mekdash, to who? Etzel kohanim utra. Only to kohanim it was permissible. And therefore this guy over here 
איזה זר אני עט נבלה, יש כאן משום זרות ויש כאן משום מליקה, התחיל בעל כפרה לדון, נבלה לכל נאסרה. What are you talking about? Nebela was a suta. Everybody kishutra b'mikdash utra. When the Torah was matin nebela of melika in the mikdash, it was matin to everybody not making a haluk between kohanim and zarim. So therefore, zarim were included in the heter. And kan ela mishum zarut. The only issue we have over here is zarut. Those are the three cases. Gemara la midgimal. Is going to explain to us what is the basis of the mahlokot and the three mahlokot between Bar Kapara and Rabbi Chiyah. And that will stay tuned. We'll do that. Baruch